Welcome to Disney Minus Reverse Rebirth episode, what did I say, 35, where <laughs> because I goofed on my note taking, we are going to record this episode in chunks, and um, that honestly may just end up be, uh, being what we do from now on, because if this works out, then like that might just end up being a better idea. Anyway, um, on these episodes, instead of a movie, and actually, eventually, we're going to also have a couple of movies, um, I'm Dragging Cat through the Kingdom Hearts series, and my name is Steven. I'm Kat, and as always, I have no idea why I'm here, what I'm doing, or where we're going. This is fair. Okay, actually, I did remember recently, and might as well go ahead and ask now while I'm thinking about it. Um, after, uh, for, shit, let me start over. Okay, for, uh, for Days and for Coded, um, I think you bought the, um, collection, so you will have seen this by now, but uh, for Days Encoded, those have been turned into movies, which for both of them... Do what? I think mine has... I think the set I have has the movies. Yeah. It, yeah. Um. So what I was going to say we can do is, after we finish talking about the game regular style, basically just do like what would be a regular Disney Minus episode, just about the movie version, and then you can give your recap or if you want that can also like take pl- uh, take the place of the recap or your recap can just be you recapping the movie whichever of those three you want to do ask me again when it gets a little closer to time so i gotta think about that that's fair we've still got like half ish of this game um it's so fucking wild out of the 358 days i think we only actually see like a hundred and something of them and that's when we actually record on time Oh, no, not even that. I mean... Oh, you mean like in the actual game? Yeah, the actual game. We only see like a hundred and something days. One sec. Okay, there we go. But yeah, um, between like people falling asleep and it just doing time jumps, I, I, I don't know. Like, y'all could have just made it a hundred and something days, but theming, I, I guess. Sure, whatever. <laughs> um, for example... We ended last episode on day 156. Normally, I'll try to recap it a little bit, but that was like a month ago. Right. <laughs> so I don't super remember where we left off. Um, listeners, I mean, I obviously still remember the broad strokes of the game overall because I played it enough. But like, Just not specifically, we left off. Oh, wait, I'm seeing in my notes that the treasure cat was there. So that's fun. Oh, wait, no, I think that's this week. Yeah, the Cheshire Cat's gonna be here. Cat's fading anyway, fast, let's do this. Do what? I said I'm fading fast, let's do this. Yeah, okay. Anyway, um, we're starting on... We ended last time on day 156. Uh, if you want, go ahead. Um, even though we're not gonna record our full time, go ahead and still start the timer. That way we can just pause it for uh, for next time after I've taken more notes. Um, okay, hang on, let me fix the minutes real quick. And starting... Okay, uh, so yeah, we will start, we're actually starting with another time, or coming out of another time skip on day 171, which is titled, Love. 
<laughs> and we're going to Beast's castle. There wasn't really any stuff going on in the lounge beforehand, so we're just picking up there. Um, Roxas shows up. He can hear the beast like roaring somewhere, uh, just somewhere off in the castle. He's like, wow, that dude sounds mad. That ain't my problem, because Roxas is here to track down. Uh, he has been told there's some kind of big heartless uh, causing trouble in this area. We don't know what it is. We haven't gotten any eyes on it yet. We just know that there's something going on. Roxas, go figure out what that was. Also, preferably kill it. <laughs> so, like, I mean, you know, while you're there. <laughs> what the fuck is a dridge, Steven's phone? I swear I remember typing bridge. Anyway, for after looking around, um, Roxas is like, well, it's not inside. I guess I'll go check out outside. And so when you're when he walks back into the little courtyard area um, outside, he like still hears the beast roaring off in the distance. So like, oh, through those gates onto the bridge outside. That's whatever is going on. That's making him mad. And like, as soon as Roxas notices this, the beast fucking gets yo yeeted yeet yoten i don't know he got tossed over to the dang wall and about dies <laughs> just like scientific form is yote okay he gets yote over the wall and just lands in a heap and like just about dies <laughs> so rox is like ah that's probably that big heartless <laughs> all right let's do this <laughs> Uh, he goes to fight it. It's called the Infernal Engine, and it is like legitimately, I think, the first original Heartless in this damn game. And I it's went ahead and posted it. No, it's taken a minute to load. Okay. The thing is fugly. It's yeah, it doesn't look great, but it's a really interesting concept. I like what they did because it's so wide. It it literally takes up the entire bridge. So, like, you can't go around it or do anything like that. And, obviously, it's attacking, so you can't climb it. Because you can see in the pictures, it's got... Uh, the picture, it's got, like, three little dudes up on top that are going to be, like, shooting arrows. Or, no, they're not shooting arrows. They throw bombs down at you. So, like, you gotta avoid those. And it's got that big mouth that will try to bite you. And I think it, like, spits out stuff or something. Hang on, let me get back into my notes. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. It's got a cannon. <laughs> the mouth has a big cannon. That'll pop out every now and then. So what you got to do is um, deflect the cannonballs back up at the guys, which, like, as long as you're locked onto one and you block, it'll automatically send it up to the guy that you're locked onto. So you don't have to worry about, like, timing anything right for it, uh, aside from timing the block. But um, then once you knock out the, like, three or four dudes that are hanging out up there, it'll get stunned, and, like, that's when you can, like, start wailing on it for a little bit. You basically just repeat that a couple of times. So, I mean, like, it's still fairly simple because this basically a side game on the DS. It's not like they were going to put a ton into it. But it is, for once, an original Heartless in this game. And I, I dig it. <sighs> also, its name is just cool. The Infernal Engine. Anyway, doesn't matter. Roxas fights. He wins, obviously. Um, get back to the other side of the gate. And Bell is running out of the castle like, Oh my god, Beast, are you okay? Which, either A, this fight lasted a while and it took her forever to get from wherever she was in the castle to now outside because it's a big name castle. Or B, this didn't take long and she just booked it. <laughs> I don't know which is funnier. Um, but yeah, she, she runs up and she's all like checking on him like, oh my god, Beast, are you okay? Rox is like, I don't know these people. I'm not going to get involved. 
the the key difference between Roxas and Sora. Sora would see these people and is like, I don't know these people. I'm going to go run up and say hi to them, regardless yeah. of the fact that it looks like they're having a moment. A moment. Roxas is it's like Roxas is like a golden retriever. Yes, Roxas is like I don't know those people. I'm a go. I'm a go ahead and just go on home. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. I did my job. <laughs> um, but he does like over here talking or overhear them talking about like how much they each care for each other. Bell's like loving, like not mad, mad like when we see them fighting, but you know, like lovingly mad. Like that was so dumb. How could you? Or like, please don't put yourself in danger like that. You had me so worried. That kind of thing. Whereas Beast is like, I'm the master of this castle. I need to be the one that protects it, which is fair. He's also like the only one here that can fight, basically. Well, actually, that's not true from what we saw of Bell and King and uh, KH too. You put her up against a human size, and it means she's fine. Um, so you know, it's just the two of them being like, I'm worried about you. I care about you. That kind of thing. And Sorox is like, oh, so Bell must be what. Uh, the beast cares about the most. And then Zaldan, who wasn't a part of this. Roxas was sent on a solo mission. Zaldan's here on his fucking own. <laughs> Comes up to tell him that that's stupid. Uh, he's like, whoa, Zaldan, you're here. And he's uh, Zaldan's like... <laughs> like, yeah, that's the other thing. Like I said, Roxas is surprised that Zaldan's here. They weren't sent here as a team. He doesn't know why Zaldan showed up. Zaldan just wanted to be here to check out fucking... Bell and the Beast. But yeah, he comes up to say like how love is stupid and that can't be what the Beast cares about the most. It's got to be the flower because that would make more sense. Alright, all, all man, sure. <laughs> and he, like, he's he, like, when he says that love is stupid, Roxas is like, wait, what is love? I had to pause for a moment because mentally I started saying, baby, don't hurt me. Anyway, um... <laughs> And he gives, I don't even remember, it's been a while since I watched that video, so I don't remember what Zaldan actually specifically says, but it's some, it's, I'm gonna, like, just summarize it real quick as some incel bullshit of saying that love is stupid, and, like, it makes you weak or whatever. <laughs> like, alright, guy, whatever. Um, but then, so Rox is like, alright, sure, it sounds like you're going through it, man, I'm a, I'm a leave. And I'm going to go to the clock tower and get ice cream. <laughs> uh, which, at the at the clock tower, um, Roxas and Axel are wondering where Shion is. Um, Roxas, <laughs> Roxas asks, or asks Axel what love is. And Axel's like, dude, what? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, why are you asking me that out of nowhere? And he's like, well, I learned that I learned today on my mission that it can be really powerful. And <laughs> Axel, like, awkwardly tries to explain how, like, Love is like friendship, but but more. And he's like, oh, okay, so it's like being best friends. Like, no, it's not like being best friends. Best friends are different. Love, like, it's not like it's not just like being friends. It's like more than that. But like, he can't he can't put it into words. Or er, dang it, freaking other more typos. He says that nobody's one. He's bad at putting it into words, but two, he says like it's hard for them to specifically understand because they're nobodies and they don't have hearts, and you need a heart to feel love or whatever. And he's like, so hey, once we get this whole Kingdom Hearts thing taken care of and we've all got hearts, maybe you'll know. And like that's that's just where it fades out because Roxas is like, yeah, all right, sure. <laughs> Uh, day one seventy two is the sound of surf, the sound of the surf, and turf. Um, sound of what now? 
No, I it's it's the sound of surf, but I can't hear the word surf without my brain filling it in with surf and turf, like when you get lobster and steak at a restaurant. Nice. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> Roxas goes into the lounge, and Luxard's like, "Hey, it's you and me today." And also, I know you didn't ask, but she or no, no, yeah, he's <laughs> he's like, I know you didn't ask, but she on fucked up on yesterday's mission, and she's been asleep ever since. So don't don't worry about that, kid. We got a thing to do today. And Rox is like, but wait, what? <laughs> like he he literally is like, wait, hang on, I'll be right back, and like goes to go check on Sion, and predictably runs into Syx on his way there. Uh, Syx is showing up to say some some shit. Uh, he tells Roxas that uh, he can, he's like, you can't even help her. Don't even bother going to see her. And to which Rox is like, I don't care about the fact that I can't help her. I'm, I need to. I want to make sure she's okay. And fucking Syx says that uh, says that thing is just is uh, just broken and defective. And uh, he calls Xion a nobody, which hard to tell in saying or verbally. But the subtitles have it lowercase, so like not she's a nobody. The thing that we all are. <laughs> she's a nobody as in she's the regular when you're trying to trying to insult someone and you're like oh you're just a nobody <laughs> uh and then what's the other thing oh yeah he says Roxas shouldn't he's like oh and by the way if you're worried about uh Sion messing up affecting your standing don't worry we know that you've been putting in the work and doing a really good job and si uh, Roxas literally says what is wrong with you and like runs off to check on Sion <laughs> Like, I don't care about my ranking. I want to know that she's okay, man. What the fuck? Um, but yeah, he goes to check on Xion. She is asleep. I guess I could have gotten a picture for that because this time it's her turn. But you know what Xion looks like. Just picture that, but asleep. Um, <laughs> Roxas does give her one of her sea one of the seashells. Um, if you remember when he passed out for like a month or so. Uh, she put a seashell by his pillow every day. I guess he still has those. Probably just was like, well, what do I do with these? And put them in a drawer. So now that Xion's passed out, it's reversed. He's going to start leaving her one of those same seashells. I assume same uh, same ones. Uh, but he's going to start leaving her a seashell every day. Because friendship. Uh, anyway, the mission in Wonderland does not really matter. But yeah, uh, they they go to Wonderland. Um... They're Roxas and Luxor go to Wonderland, that is. Fucking, when they get there, um, first off, Luxor's like, wow, this is a neat place, or something like that. I don't quite remember. And um, Roxas tells him about uh, last time seeing the white rabbit. Like, oh, yeah, the last time I was here, I saw some rabbit dude uh, running off, but I didn't get a chance to talk to him. <laughs> and, like, I didn't write it down because, honestly, I kind of don't care, but Luxor goes off on this, like, minute-long rant about, like, yeah, sometimes luck is like that, and, like, we can try f to do something in the moment, but if luck doesn't favor you, then it just doesn't work out. But maybe this time our fortunes will be different or some bullshit. Like, dude, are you okay? <laughs> like, it's not to the point that, like, you know, I, I say, are you okay for Saix? Because it's, like, Dude, fucking, are you all right? <laughs> it's just this is all he's got going on. He's he's a gambler and he's into luck. That's his thing. 
You good, bro? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you all right, man? He's like, yeah, sure. What? You want to talk about it? <laughs> no. Um, <sighs> fucking. But the, uh, they have to find, um, specifically, they're here. They're looking, here looking for specific heartless called Pink Concertos. If you remember the um, red, blue, yellow, and green guys from uh, Kingdom Hearts 1 that were just little dudes that would, like, float around. And, like, the red ones had fire and the blue ones had ice, so on and so forth. These are just pink ones of those. Um, that's actually one thing that I kind of like is they've found ways to work that, that Heartless design into just about every game. Which is kind of cool. Like, always doing different, different types of magic. Um, do you remember what those were at all? They're what? Hang on, I'm going to post a pic real quick, just in case. Oh, okay. Red Nocturne. Okay, yeah, I did remember the name right. Ah, dude. There we go. One of uh, those guys. Waiting. Aw. Yeah, like, they're always named a color, or the color that they are, and then, like, a type of music. So, like, that red one was called the Red Nocturne. The blue was, like, Blue Melody, so on and so forth. They're looking for pink ones that are called Pink Concertos. Uh, there are like Pink five of feet, them. Like bird. Do what? Because <laughs> they like little bird feet. Yeah, they got little bird feet. They're cute. Um, cute. That's no, like, like I was saying, I really like that they've like most of the emblem heartless will like come and go. Aside from like the soldiers or whatever, because those are just sort of the basic ones. But I like that they've uh, managed to keep like these little music guys going the entire time. Like, it, we don't see the red nocturnes again, but like they're always like new versions of them doing different kinds of magic uh <laughs> notably in kingdom hearts 2 we had the crimson jazz if you remember those at all um, yeah so like i just like that they've managed to keep that going that's kind of neat but anyway um fucking the cheshire cat's here he says some shit that i didn't write down because he's just being cryptic um but it's it's the kind of thing where he's like telling them like, oh, y you should try, if you're looking for a thing, you should try talking to the flowers or something like that. It, like, like I forget exactly what it is that he says, but it, the the clue is like that all of those big flowers that are like popped up in uh, the Wonder Wonderland levels, like hit those and the pink concertos are hiding in there. Like he doesn't just come out and say it because fuck you. Um which, luckily for Roxas, that Luxord was here, because Luxord himself is also kind of cryptic sometimes. So he's able to see right through the bullshit and be like, oh, there was a clue in whatever he was just talking about. All right, let's go. <laughs> and that's basically it. Like, they, they find the concertos, they go home. Uh, Cheshire Cat shows up a couple more times to be an asshole. Roxas is always like, what's that guy talking about? And Luxord's like, ah, yes, I see. And it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, then at the clock tower, uh, Roxas asks Axel why Syx hates Sion so much. I know that sentence was hard for me to say. Um, Roxas or Axel like uh, just doesn't want to talk about it because that's his ex. <laughs> you're like he's so instead he's just like, ha, ah, look at you talking like you're you're a real person. And Roxas, Roxas is like, hey, hey, showed up. And Axel's like, yes. Subject successfully changed. <laughs> but he does, or Roxas does wonder why he and Xion are like special nobodies, like everyone keeps telling them that they are. And so Roxas, or so Axel's like, hey, look, if it'll make you feel better, 
I'll ask Syx about it. No promises because this is Syx that we're talking about, but I'll I'll see what I can get out of him. Unfortunately, the next day, 173 is titled Lies. So <laughs> take a take a fucking guess what's about to happen here. Um, I guess we're gonna tell a lot of truths. Yeah, definitely on this day. Uh, so yeah, um, we hang on. Quit bitching no. at me. <laughs> Fucking stop with the damn typos. I said on the couch across from me and just staring, and every time I move, he bitches. <laughs> Mother, I want you to know that I'm a, that I'm upset and I don't approve of this. Okay, there you we go. Um, anyway, the next morning, um, Axel tells Roxas that Syx wouldn't tell him anything about Xion, but that he did say that he'd take back calling her broken if she can prove herself in the field. You know, whenever she wakes up. <laughs> to which Roxas is like. Oh, well, that's great. And, like, just runs off for, like, a minute. And then after he runs off, Axel, like, has a moment alone. And he's like, I'm sorry, Roxas. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Because I bet that was a bunch of bullshit, wasn't it? Um, Fucking. And then, I, I swear, I thought I remembered us actually seeing their conversation. But maybe not. No, that's right. We don't actually see their conversation. Because, honestly, what would it show us? Zyg's not liking Xion. Um, but uh, our mission for today is a um, solo one, pretty sure. Yeah, solo uh, heart collection in Twilight Town. Not Twilight Town, goddammit, Halloween Town. Um, you forget what town we were in? Shut up. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, he, Roxas shows up, and what uh, I do kind of like how, like, there is still, like, you can tell there's still stuff going on, but it's, com- like, people joke that the Disney worlds are unrelated, but these, like, kind of are because, like, it's literally just them living their own lives without, like, Sora popping up to do stuff. And, like, Rox is just seeing snippets of, like, people just doing what they do in these worlds because, like, he gets there and uh, Jack is tell- uh, showing off to Zero these, like, special lanterns that he had Dr. Finkelstein make for Halloween. So, of course, basically all of the lanterns, you got to hit them with fire magic to um, unlock the doors between areas of the graveyard section of Halloween Town, whatever. it. Whenever you actually watch this, it'll make sense. <laughs> um, fucking going into one section of the graveyard, Lock, Shock, and Barrel show up to throw a bomb in Roxas's face. Finally, though, his ass is... Oh, not even just a section of the graveyard. Uh, like, the fucking spiral hill. Um, and finally, though, Roxas has, decides that he's had enough. And, and so he goes into boss fight mode to beat the shit out of three children. But honestly, they deserve it. So, like, it's fine. No. They, they do. Do they not? They keep throwing bombs at him. I mean, no. <laughs> Ex- exactly. Um, I thought about trying to play devil's advocate even as a joke, but then I was like, nah. <laughs> nah. Don't get me wrong. We love these characters. We love Lock, Shock, and Barrel. They're fun. But... <laughs> little shits. Exactly. Their whole thing is that they are tiny little assholes. That's their thing. <laughs> it's both why we love them and also why we hate them. Exactly. I think they're supposed to be like the trick-or-treaters or something. I'm not super sure. Doesn't matter. That's kind of what they are, so... There we go. Um, but yeah, like they, <laughs> he beats them up, and then the cutscene, they're like, whoa, it was just a prank, bro. And Rox is like, what are pranks? I don't know what that is. <laughs> and 
<laughs> they throw another bomb in his face and then leave. Because sure, sure um, I I didn't write down what it is that they actually say, but they def- they say some something to the effect of "Oh, good thing he didn't find it" or something like that. So it's like, all right, I don't know what, but you guys are hiding something. Cool, great, love it. Uh, but but oh, but the bomb the bombs give Jack an idea, or like. Jack sees Lock, Shock, and Barrel throwing bombs, at, I think just around, because I'm pretty sure he doesn't see them throwing them at um, Roxas. He's like, huh, that gives me an idea. So I guess the next time that we come back to Halloween Town, we'll see what the fuck his new idea is. Um, but that's it for that day. Day 174 is called Action, Reaction, and we go to a new world. Ah, oh, I should have gotten the title card for it. Hang on one sec. Three, five. in the game, or you just should grab it. Do what? You mean we didn't get a title card at the game, or you just forgot to grab it ahead of time? I just forgot to take a picture of it. Oh. Title card. Cat go. Well, there Google let me down. Oh, there he is. Eh? Eh? Uh... Okay, yeah, there we go. I did find it. Ha ha ha. Dee dee dee. Dee 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 dee. All that waiting for that. Anyway, but yeah, we go to Neverland. This is fun. Um, Very odd we're here. Yeah, you know. Wait, do what? That's an odd graphic. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure what's with this weird little like curve thing right under the letter D. Not not really sure what that's supposed to be, but you know what else? Maybe it's like a watermark <laughs> from whoever took the picture. I don't know. No, I don't. I would hope not. I got this off of the wiki. Oh well, then I have no idea. I know, right? Uh, but anyway, Roxas is here looking for a specific kind of Heartless called the Wave Crest, which honestly is still really close to just being like one of the uh, wi- the Wyverns, but it's different enough that I figured I'd go ahead and uh, grab a picture of it. That's um, a Pokemon, and you will not tell me differently. I mean, like... It's, it's a Pokemon. Like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, but anyway, the main thing going on is that Hook and Smoothie Evolution. It does, is the thing. It does look like that. Um, but Hook and Smee are also here. Apparently, they've just got a pile of treasure maps, like, off-screen. We don't actually see that. They just talk about that. And have been following all of them, because it's like, Hook's like, okay, one of these leads to treasure. I don't remember which one, but one of these leads to treasure. <laughs> so they're just checking all of them, and they keep finding, like, empty-ass um, treasure chests, which is fucking hilarious that that's their entire day. Uh, but when they do find an empty one, Hook gets all mad, and, like, it shows this, like, basically, because he's getting so mad, it's, like, I guess, steeping him in darkness because of that, because of his negativity, and we see, like, darkness start to swirl around him, and then a bunch of Heartless show up, so it's like, (laughs) alright, okay, uh, but Hook and Smee get scared and run off, so, obviously, you fight them instead. And uh, Roxas is like, huh, I wonder what made the Heartless show up. And it's like, you didn't see the weird cloud floating around that man? Because, like, we literally visually see, like, a swirl of darkness around Hook right before the Heartless show up in the cutscene. <laughs> like, yeah, R- uh, Roxas, I wonder what might have done it. Uh, but anyway, I don't think he says why, but he decides to go check out Hook's ship. I don't know. Uh, I guess because Hook and Smee said that they had more maps back at the ship or something. So I was like, ah, this is the only lead that I got. Uh, on the way there, he bumps into Tinkerbell. And uh, the, when he does, the bottom screen shows like a 
quick flash of like Sora Donald and Goofy talking to her also. I just love when those things pop up. Um, she sprinkles some dust on him so that he can fly over to the ship. Um, obviously, she can't talk, but she's like, you know, gesturing at it like, hey, something's over there. Hey, go that way. <laughs> and um, Roxas immediately decides, nah, I'm going to go just fly around and have fun. <laughs> like, you were going to go check out the ship a minute ago. Why did you change your mind? But he does say that he at least feels bad about it. So, you know, he's like, she needs, she looks like she needs some help, but the mission comes first. And it's like, all right. <laughs> um, but there are like all of these like holes dug just all over the fucking place where Hook and Smee have already been looking. So every time you go there, there's an empty part or an empty uh, treasure chest. When you examine it, heartless pop up, which is honestly kind of neat as a uh, as a mechanic. Like just going back to that theme of like them being drawn there by the negativity from Hook getting mad every time. Um, <sighs> I think that's basically it, though. Yeah, um, you end up. Uh, eventually the last one obviously is where the heartless spawn the boss spawns in you fight it it has you just attack its tail or maybe that was just the uh let's player that i was watching maybe they they could have locked onto other areas and attacked those and they just only did the tail but i don't know <sighs> um but so yeah beat the heartless leave roxas um says that he feels bad for not helping tink and he he's like she does, kind of, she does kind of feel familiar, though. I don't know what that's about. And rather than stay and explore that, he fucking leaves and goes back home. Um, at the clock tower, Roxas is all excited about having flown. Ro Axel doesn't seem like he believes him. And Roxas says he wishes that Xion would wake up so that he can tell her about it. Uh, then the next two days are just days. 175 is um, fighting Heartless in Halloween Town with Dimmicks. Uh, day 176 is collecting Organization 13 emblems in Wonderland with Luxord. And then we skip ahead to day 193, which is titled um, Xion Awakens. But that's where I quit taking notes. So that's where we'll pick up after this transition noise. Kat, you still there? I'm still here. Okay, good. So yeah, that'll uh, go ahead and pause the timer and uh, we'll pick up later. Okay. What have we got left? Uh, hang on. Uh, about an hour. So, I mean, we got about 30 minutes into it. Hey! Hang on. <sighs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> okay, back at it with... Yes, yawning. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back at it with what um was originally planned to be part two, but... The scheduling that we decided on didn't work out, so it is uh, now it's just questions. Uh, anyway, <laughs> this episode I've, I've posted in the Discord about this a couple times, but this episode is going to end up being a mini episode. We've finally figured out what we're doing as far as scheduling, so the next one that we record, actually this coming Saturday, I need to start taking notes for that. Uh, that's going to be full sized, and I won't have company, so it'll be just me. And now I'm getting shushed. Damn it, Steven. Okay, anyway. So let me scroll back up to where... Okay, there we go. We, we basically only have questions from beer, so we are, we're going to kind of end up lightning, light, lightning rounding... Shut up. These. Did you forget Artie. how to speak? Uh, shut up. Artie, come here. Come here. Artie, come here. Artie, stop wanting to go outside. 
He's like, no, I want to go out. I want to go out there. Hold it, Artie. Or it's only going to be a few minutes this time. Well, it's, if I open the door, the door to let you out, you're just going to run out there, say hi to Grayson, and then come right back. You and I both know this. Ignore Artie, your son. Artie, sit. This is all going to stay in, by the way. Artie, sit. Thank Artie, sit. Come here. Father, come here. why? Right here. Okay, now sit. Good boy. Good boy. Him gave up. Yes, him did. Okay, anyway. Uh, there we go. So, yeah, it's basically all those questions from Veer. First one, if the organization members were put into a death game like Saw or Your Turn to Die, who would win if they can use their anime powers and who would win if they couldn't use their anime powers? If they can use their anime powers, I'm going to say none of them would actually have the would actually sit through all of it and like Saix would just burst through one of the walls and they'd leave. <laughs> if they Axel, Yeah, I think Axel would like if he couldn't use his powers, he would make it almost all the way through and then right when he got to the end, he'd basically pull the equivalent of ooh, shiny button and die. That's also fair. No, Axel would I I know exactly what would happen. The others would mostly probably be fine. Axel would be surprisingly cutthroat in getting through, basically like what we saw with, um, um, ah, forgot the name of the other game. Um, I'm not even, this isn't even a bit, I'm just completely drawing a blank. Hang on a sec. Kingdom Hearts game. Eh. Chain of Memories, holy shit. <laughs> God. Wow. Anyway, he'd be surprisingly cutthroat in getting through it, um, like we saw there, but would end up sacrificing himself at, like, the very end to, like, keep Roxas or Sion or someone from falling into a trap. Oh, he absolutely would. Yeah, there we go. Um, God, I'm so disappointed in myself. Uh, how much of... How much would the plot of Breaking Bad change if you replaced Walter and Jesse with uh, Zigbar and Dimmicks? Don't know. They Never saw Breaking better. Bad. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know that they would just because it's those two, because they are generally pretty chill. Because Dimix, all he really cares about is like hanging out and messing around in his sitar. He doesn't want to go out and do stuff. And Zigbar, like, unless you tell him, hey, here's a job for you, basically same thing. I don't know. I can just kind of see them like at some point just getting on each other's nerves. That's also fair. Especially when they wind up having to stay in the RV for so long. It'd be like a surprise it'd be like a surprise kind of thing because so far, like any of the cutscenes we see of them together, they generally get along. But yeah, it'll be like, oh, the the like mid-series shocker or something like that for sweeps. Did they still do that? The sweeps still a thing? Anyway, I don't even know what sweeps ever was. Since Resident Evil 4 remake came out, did did it come out? Did that happen? Anyway, uh, what would be Leon's organization 13 name? I guess like Nelox or Nolex or or Lexon. Or Neox. I like Neox. Well, wait, no, because then we lose the L. Uh, the L in his name. L-E-O-N. Could be Linux. Linux? <laughs> It'd be Linux. Right. <laughs> and, like, nobody would get it. Or Lexon. Or, I do, actually. I like Lexon. That, that sounds like it should be something, but it's, I don't think it is. Uh, which organization, I assume this is member... Would you not give a gun to during an emergency where you need to give as many people a gun? Larking. Who do you give the extra gun to? 
<laughs> yeah, I would I would say don't give Larxene and Marluxa. Don't give either of them a gun. I don't trust it. They would immediately, they would immediately massacre everybody in the room. Exactly. Exactly. It'd be the thing where you're like handing out the guns and explaining, all right, now, here's the situation. Here's why I just gave every... God damn it, which one of you just shot somebody? And then they'd both point at the other one. Exactly. They'd point at each other with the still smoking gun. Exactly. The surprise is that they both shot some, or they both already shot someone separate. Uh, Zigbar already has his own guns, so he, so he would start running around like fucking Zoro from One Piece, just with guns, and like hold the new one in his mouth or some shit. Actually, that would be kind of funny. Or you could give it to uh, the cinnamon rolls, because everybody knows the cinnamon rolls are the ones that snap and just go ape shit when you need them to. <laughs> There we go. The the guns that we don't give to Marluxa and Larxene each go to Xion and uh, Roxas, so that now they both just have two. I can see if you give it to Xion, you're like sitting there trying to explain how the guns work, and all of a sudden she just turns and accidentally headshots somebody. Not even accidental. Like I I like the idea that the two of them would just be like surprisingly good with it or something. Like, oh, well, all right then. <laughs> that seems simple. Uh, which organization member would most likely be super into the manga Blame by, uh, Tsutomu, uh, Tsutomu, uh, Nihei? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Never read it. Never read it either. Name, the title sounds familiar, but I've never read it, so. Uh. Oh, I think the, I think it's also an anime, and I think the anime is on my list of ones that I want to check out, but again, haven't seen it. <laughs> which organization member would be able to solve the mystery of who murdered Sonic the Hedgehog? Somehow, I really like the the di- the idea of um, either a Lexeus and um, Zexion working together or Xion and Roxas working together to like put their heads together and solve this thing either one it, it, I, I'd be on board I agree on Roxas but it would be completely on accident and he would be like searching or trying to do something else entirely and would just like keep running into clues and Xion's like how the hell do you keep finding this shit He's like, I don't, I don't know. He's like, well, we all right, now? as long as we've, as long as uh, we've got all of these clues, we might as well figure out what they mean. Um, and all he's thinking is, ooh, cool, shiny stuff. There we go. Who, who's the best kisser? I would say, like, ob- this feels like it's an objective answer, but Marluxia and or Larxene, I feel like, have both spent a lot of time practicing to be the best kisser. But Larxene neither of them wants, you. do what? Larxene would bite your lips off. That's also true. But she looks like a fucking praying mantis. <laughs> well, neither of them wants anyone to know that they've been practicing, so it's like in secret with like a mop or some shit kind of thing. But like they both like they both are obsessed with the idea of like someone just being what like, wow, you're a surprisingly good kisser. And they're like, yeah. Uh, who what was the next one? Who ki- who kisses Sonic to bring him back to life? Fucking I don't know. I'd, Here, why do you want to kiss Sonic so bad? I mean, don't we all though? Uh, but but also, I don't know. <coughs> Ooh. I'm not answering that. <laughs> uh, who is most likely to get trapped in a bear trap? The uh, it feels obvious, but Sonic, but Sonic, but Roxas or Xion, either of them would be like in the middle of doing their own entirely other thing, and either somehow not notice or get distracted and step right in the bear trap just to spend the rest of the day standing there going, are you fucking kidding me? That would work for Roxas, but also if Xion almost stepped in it, Roxas would step in the bear trap to protect her. Yeah. 
<laughs> it'd be it'd be like that um that old meme of Sam and Dean like both just morphing around each other to take a bullet. Yep. <laughs> and uh he just posed the last just, minute one. Yeah, we've got one last one in at the last minute. Which organization member is most likely to be into Disney Minus? We do see in the Chain of Memories manga that Lexaeus reads Shonen Jump. So I feel like I feel like our chances are probably the best with him. And I think the cinnamon rolls would be into it. Also that. Well, I, I don't know. We, we did, until we did one of their favorite movies and they'd be like offended at all the bad jokes there we, we go. make. <laughs> there we go. Oh, no, that's it. Yeah, Axel would like it just because like we ex- we pissed them off or something. He'd get pissed off. Uh, Zeon and Roxas would be like, why would they say that? Yeah, there we go. Uh, da, da, da. And I feel like Axel would be confused as to why Nero suddenly sounds so different in the newer episodes. <laughs> like, then, oh, like, wait, is, is, it, is it actually Nero or? No, like a month later, like, wait a minute. I don't think that's actually Nero. <laughs> and the rest of the organization just looks at him like fucking seriously. Like, bro. Yeah, Bruh. All right. So, to plugs. Yay. Yeah. Uh, there's, okay, there's there's Nero, speaking of which. Uh, you can find them on, on Twitter at Dragon Smoocher. There's also, uh, well, first off, there's also Disney Minus Pod for this one, but there's also Prime Cuts Pod for the Transformers podcast Prime Cuts that they do. There's also um, at Heidelin Radio for Radio Free Heidelin, where they are trying to go through the plot uh, Final Fantasy 14. There's also, um, it's not listed in their bio, but there's uh, mm, Podcast of Power, because I think they converted that, or I think Nero and Jane converted that into um, being about Infinity Train, if I remember right. So yeah, check those things out. Oh, I scrolled down a little bit and saw Katie. Hi, I'm Kat. You can find me at Z-87 on Twitter. You can also find me in other weeks, of course, with Steven and Totally Nero on Disney Minus, as he mentioned. And I'm also doing a guest slash side arc on Resident Beats with uh, Dre, Veer, and Steven. Hey! And is it just us three? Uh, so far, three? but uh, for, so far it's just the three of us, but um, I think... At the... On, the, on the arc that we're currently doing at the moment. Yeah, the arc that we're currently on where it's set in Morio... It's just the three right, of us, right. but I think Ash is coming in on our next arc. Yeah. So there's that. Also, Resident Beats okay. has like an entirely separate cast uh, that Veer is DMing on Mondays. <laughs> that should probably actually like get around to listening to. Or that I should probably get around to checking out what they're doing at some point. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and then so I'm Steven. You can find me on Twitter at Marshmallow. It's spelled like Marshmallow, but it has my name in it. Obviously, there's Disney Minus Pod and Resi Beats Pod. There's also dad underscore tastic where I post dad jokes sometimes. I'm pretty infrequent. And then there's cloth Wednesday. Do what? Said about fucking time. I know, right? And then there's cloth Wednesdays where I post the basically the same picture of cloth every Wednesday because I just I like to see it. Um, where did what day did we did we leave off? Uh, hang on one sec. Let me. Since we were doing questions, I didn't actually bring up the doc for uh, for days. I mean, fair. Do 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 scrolling scrolling scrolling. I thought you were coming. Elmo's world at first. <laughs> no. Okay, there we go. Yeah, we we ended on day one seventy six, so we're going to be starting on day one ninety three. Um, <clears throat> since we aren't going to be breaking 
the recording up into multiple days, aside from doing questions on a separate day. Um, I was about to say this should, or this next one should get us too, but then I was like, wait, I don't know how far we're gonna. I don't, I don't know yet. I haven't started taking notes yet. Uh, I'm gonna start trying to work on that tonight after I edit. So we'll see. In the meantime, though, uh, Cat is Cat, and I'm Steven, and I already have Kingdom Hearts. I'm Harvest. Day 172, Xion collapsed. Xion felt her mission and now she's in a deep sleep. I thought they were lying to me when they told me, but I went to see her and she really was just asleep. I left a seashell by her pillow just like she did for me. Saix hates her. I don't know why. Maybe he knows more about her than the rest of us do. Those pictures flashed through my mind again on today's mission, the same boy in red as usual. I guess he's been to Wonderland. I'm still trying to figure out what it is I'm seeing. Day 173, picking up the slack. I've decided to work harder while Xion is asleep to pick up some of the slack. Axel said he asked Saix about her, but no dice. He did say that Saix was having second thoughts about calling her broken, though. I just hope we get all this drama ironed out soon so she doesn't have to wake up to it. Day 174, seashells for her. Xion hasn't woken up, but I'm pulling double duty to make up for it. Me and Axel talk about the dumbest stuff now. Afterwards, we head back to the castle and I leave a seashell by Xion's pillow. It would please me to see her smile when she finds them. Those pictures flashed through my head again in, in Neverland, and when I flew, it felt like I'd done it before. Has the guy in red flown before? Is that it? <laughs>